You're listening to Rocket Night. International um, Music Magazine, and I'd like to talk to you about your new album, Signal Lights, which is due for release on the 3rd of June. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the inspiration for this album? The album is really a collection of songs that uh, came about while I was on tour. I mean, I, I seem to do most of my writing on tour, it seems, but this was after about 18 months of uh, I've been around Australia a couple of times and then been through Europe and the UK twice as well. Doing a lot of busking, playing at festivals and experiencing a lot of new places, new cities, new people. And yeah, all of the songs that eventually made it to this record were from kind of that period in writing. Signal Lights uh, being the very final song that I wrote for the album. Yeah. It was kind of a personal resolution, I guess, or a reminder that, you know, it is okay to, um, you know, to... Uh, to want to have, you know, a, a bit of a line to walk or a path to follow or something that just to show you the way. In, in the music industry, you really can work every single day of your life and you can, you know, throw yourself into this, you know, this, this far-off dream and spend every moment of energy doing that. It's a fantastic thing to have, don't get me wrong. However, you can sometimes, you know, stray off the path a little bit and, and miss out on some of the simple things in life, like, you know, enjoying, you know, milestones with family and being able to keep up with good friends and all of those kinds. <laughs> That's well, correct. So, Actually, that was one of yeah. my questions about the good and bad things about touring is but I'm sure missing yeah. family and friends is one of those things that you do miss. It seems, oh, a, absolutely. It seems a lot of artists do their writing while they're touring around. Um, oh, it, yeah, I, I think your, your senses are being assaulted by all new all new experiences and that's, I, if I ever sit down while I'm at home in the studio and sit down and write a song, it, it, nine times ten, nine times ten, it's terrible. <laughs> um, however, you know, you know, when I'm on the road and experiencing new things, you know, most of the songs will be written on scraps of paper or napkins or bars or, you know, in your phone when you're driving along and you go, oh, that's a great idea. And But then those things flash, flash out when you get back to the studio with the band. Yep, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've um, already released a single from this album called Stab in the Dark. Um, yeah. That can be viewed on YouTube. Um, the video is beautifully shot with overlaid images. Um, this, seems, oh, thank you. this seems to complement the song, which is also multi-layered and builds in complexity as it progresses. Um, there's several musicians accompanying you on this video. Um, could you introduce them, please, and are they touring with you? Yes, yeah, so I'm doing a... I'm doing a number of shows around Australia this June, and I will be playing a full band show in uh, at the Gov in Adelaide on the fourth of June, which will kick off the tour. Yes. And we'll also be playing with a full band in Melbourne at the Top in Town on the twenty third. Okay. The other shows at this stage will more than likely be solo dates due to other you know band members' commitments and whatnot. Yes. Um, however, if, if at all possible, we're going to try and put a band show on in Perth too. Okay. I'm using the same the same group of musicians that have uh, played, previously played on my other record. BJ Barker on the drums, um, Steve Fleming on uh, electric and double bass, uh, a local string arranger called Julian Burr 
Moreno that does a lot of work with the Adelaide Symphony Orchestra. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of my same my same little crew of, of go tos, and they're all. I'm very I'm very fortunate to be able to make music with such incredibly talented guys. <laughs> no, very good. That's lovely. <laughs> Um, there's another version of Stab in the Dark on YouTube titled Tram Sessions. Um, okay. <laughs> can you tell me a bit about this? I mean, obviously it's shot on a Melbourne tram. Um, it seems like yeah. you're busking on the tram or just performing on the tram. Um, yeah, tell me a bit about that. Well, essentially, yes. Uh, tram Sessions is an initiative run by, uh, I think it's the Art Council of Victoria in conjunction with Yarra Trams. Ash Hill's the girl that coordinates it. Um, I met her a few years ago, did a tram session for the last album. But essentially what they do is they've got this incredible social media following um, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and those kinds of presences where they will, you know, build up a suspense of, right, this artist is coming to town and we're going to be filming uh, a live session. But they won't tell you where and when it's going to happen and they wait not till about five minutes beforehand. So you could just be sitting on your tram on the way home from work and suddenly Paul Kelly walks onto a tram and plays a few songs, you know. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, so, so Paul Kelly's done it before, Josh Pike, Passenger's done it a few times. Um, I did it on the last tour as well and had, was lucky enough to be asked to come and do it again for this record. Very good. You know, it's an interesting yeah. little clip. Yeah, and it obviously, very cool, yeah. <laughs> obviously got the attention of quite a few people, I could see. It's quite funny. I mean, yeah. if they did a bloopers outtake on that video, it'd be, it'd be hilarious. I think that was about the... <laughs> Nine hundred take or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> oh, anyway, could you um, perhaps go back to your beginnings? Um, tell me about your musical roots. What bands did you listen to when you were growing up? Oh, everything. Uh, I was really fortunate to grow up in an incredibly musical household, and um, I grew up listening to everything from Black Sabbath to The Clash to The Rolling Stones to uh, Cold Chisel and John Farnham and. Um, Iron Maiden and uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Right. And, you know, it was it was an incredibly diverse mixture of stuff. Um, my, both my parents being musicians, there was just an incredible influence around from all spectrums, and I, I just loved listening to all of it. Growing up, I started playing in um in my first band at high school, and we were you know kind of in that alternative alternative rock grunge world, and that was the first kind of thing that took my interest. I, I really don't have one particular style that I've loved my entire life. My belief on music is really that there's only really two kinds of music. There's good music and bad music. <laughs> um, and I think stylistically it doesn't really matter, but if you can listen to a group of musicians uh, doing what they do at the absolute pinnacle in their field, then as a musician I can appreciate the hard work and the, you know, the dedication that goes into getting to where they are. Yes. And I think there's a, there's a lot of things that, you know, even as an acoustic, folky old country artist, you know, there's there's a lot of valuable lessons in melody and progression and song composition within hardcore and metal music and rock and roll. And, you know, there's there's all these great, incredible lessons to be learned from all of it. The more you digest, the better. <laughs> yes, yes, you're absolutely correct there. Yeah. And that's really interesting that you grew up with such a diverse range of music and um, I guess, well, this last album in particular was really the only one I've listened to, but there's definitely yeah. a sort of alternative country folk sort of feel about it. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. So is that the sort of genre yeah. you are settling into, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think all three of my records fit very much within the realms of folk and alternative country. Um, but this one, I think, is just a little, a little bit more refined within its style. It's uh, We set up in a studio, it was four guys, we set up, we pressed record on a tape machine. 
2014, and that's what you hear. Yeah. We, we played it all live, and it's just, after a few years of playing as a band, we think we've really settled in and made a record that we're all very proud of. Oh, good. Well, congratulations. It sounds very professional. Thank you so much. Now, if there was anybody in the world that you could collaborate with, who would it be and why? Mm. No, again, I just want to be There's a few different options. If it was as far as recording um, collaboration goes, uh, there's a producer based out of LA called Butch Walker, and his last record, Afraid of Ghosts, um, is absolutely one of my favourite finds of the last year. It's mm. a bit of a double-edged sword, though, and a bit of a two-part answer, this one, because coincidentally, the record, Afraid of Ghosts, that Butch has put out was produced by one of my biggest dreams to collaborate with, which is Ryan Adams. Uh-huh, yes. And, and when I found out that those two were doing a record together, it was like Christmas. Um, so I think the opportunity to work with someone like Ryan Adams or someone like Butch Walker would be incredible. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it would be. It's always nice to have a pipe dream, isn't it? <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> So apart from music, do you have any other interests or talents that people might be surprised to hear about? Um, the only other real interest that I would say that I'm really, really passionate about, apart from being a Barossa boy and growing up with great food and wine, yes. um, is, is motorcycles. It's always been something that's been in my family. And uh, I get quite, I still get quite an enjoyment out of when I'm not touring, being able to put the helmet on and just jump on the bike for a few hours and come back with a, a bit of a clear <laughs> yes, I know all about motorcycles. My partner rides one, so <laughs> oh, there you go. It, it does clear the cobwebs, that's for sure. And you've got some nice twisty roads up there in the Barossa, so definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so you're about to tour in Australia in June. So you're starting off, yeah. as you said, at the Gavnerheim Marsh in Adelaide, um, a great, great little venue. I've been there many times. Then, yeah, I'm excited to play. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, one of my favourite venues in Adelaide for sure. Um, so then you're moving to Sydney and Perth, Melbourne and finally Brisbane, that's correct? Yeah. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to most about touring to promote Signal Lights? Oh, all of it. You know, I think I, I love touring and I love playing and connecting with people through music. It's something that I've done for the last four years by myself predominantly. I think maybe this time I'm really looking forward to doing a few of the shows with my band as well. Yes, sure. And being able to share the experience with them rather than just the band shows being in Adelaide. So. Yes, yes. And are you recording the one at the TOF, is that right? Like a live version uh, of that? No, so essentially what you're probably thinking about is there was a recording done when I first came back from Europe at the end of 2014, which features, it was the very the very first time I played the majority of the songs on the signal line. Um, in front of a live audience and we recorded it. So there's going to be a great opportunity for people to basically hear the songs in their first inception. Okay. And there's going to be a limited run of those releases. (laughs) Okay, one final question. I know you've already toured through Australia, Europe and the UK. Do you have any future plans to tour overseas again? Yeah, I'm heading away in July. Uh, I'll be touring through Europe and the UK once more before heading to the US uh, in September to play at, uh, in Nashville at American Music Fest. Oh. So that's, that's going to be my first my first test of the States, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Definitely. And I know a lot of these listeners will be from America, so um, I'm sure they'll be pleased to hear you're going there. Oh, I'm very much looking forward to it. It's been a dream for all my entire life, so to be going is, is kind of surreal. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> Look, well, good luck for your tour, and I, I hope it's very successful, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, oh, thank you so much. Um, I look forward to, seeing, to reading the article. You're listening to Rock at Night. Thanks for the intro melody. It's called Get On Down by Billy Bass Alford. Thanks.